Hello and welcome to the Dr. Supercoach podcast. I'm joined again this week via phone call from Sydney by Pistol. How are we, mate? I'm good, thanks. But I do want to apologise for the uh, sound quality. Obviously not home, so it's not going to be as crystal clear as usual. Yes, no doubt not on the big microphone in this one, but it should be fine throughout. Um, we're going to jump straight into the games because there's only a few to go through this week. Um, obviously, Port Adelaide versus Hawthorne has already played, and it was just Carl Amon being omitted for Jimmy Tumpus in that one, so not too many people affected, I assume. Um, Cousins played his second game and was actually very decent, but we'll have to discuss that in the round recap next week, Pistol. Um, and into the Geelong versus the Crows game. So it was Tom Lonigan and Nakai Cockatoo in for this one. Jed Buse and Jordan Cunico goes out. So um, doesn't get to his second game, Pistol. Yeah, no, that's pretty good because it won't have uh, sucked anybody in. But it is nice to see uh, James Parsons continuing to get a gig for Geelong. And um, hopefully he'll play as well in round 13 for those that are holding. Um, also, Tom Stewart finally making... Um, getting scoring well last week, so he's going to be making some money. Um, and lastly, Hugh Greenwood is playing his third game for the Adelaide Crows, so I'm sure everyone's got him in uh, this week or got him in, pre- in previous week. So, yeah, nice to uh, see him named. Yeah, some big ticks in that game. Not much carnage at all, and there's actually not much carnage for the whole round. We'll jump into the Gold Coast versus West Coast game. A hard game to tip, having seen JJK going out with that calf injury. Um, he's followed by Chris Maston and Malcolm Carpany, who doesn't see his second game. And in is Lacroix, Shuey, and Eric McKenzie. So no McInnes in this one, Pistol. Yeah, the news today was um, Scott Lysett was upgraded to the senior list and um, McInnes was actually dropped to the rookie list. So I'm not sure he's going to be able to play any games anytime soon. Um, but there's uh, no recall for uh, Mutinmar either. So a bit of unlucky uh, players for West Coast Eagles. Yeah, those who traded in Mutinmar copped the one or two price rises and then was left empty-handed. In for the Gold Coast Suns is Matt Rosa in the return of the boarded god Gary Ablett. And out goes Brandon Fioroni and Brad Shear. So um, Shear's another one who just didn't make too much money for us. GWS versus Essendon is the next match on the fixture. And it's Tom Scully coming in this one, which I'm sure will bolster a lot of people's draft teams, including my own. Tim Moore, um, not given too much of an opportunity in this one, Pistol. No, definitely not. On the uh, Essendon side, though, Gleeson, Stanton, and Howlett come in. Um, out goes Kelly with a groin injury. Matt D is omitted. And Darcy Parrish has a calf, so Chizo is going to be very upset about that. Yeah, Darcy Parrish with an old in- old man injury at uh, such a young age. So usually you'd see James Kelly or Matt D with that calf injury, but Darcy Parrish picking it up. Um, on to the next game, and it's, geez, it's a boring round pistol. It's North Melbourne versus Richmond. No change for North Melbourne. Um, just the one for Richmond, that's Dan Butler in for Todd Elton. So um, good news left, front and centre from this Richmond side. So Shy Bolton gets to his third game and Todd Elton out, which can um, only help. <laughs> yes, definitely. That's uh, good news for everyone involved. <laughs> Except Todd Elton, I guess. Except, <laughs> Except Todd Elton, exactly right. <laughs> and then the Fremantle Collingwood game pistol. Oh, a big game this one. Um, must win for the Pies. On, I'll start with the Collingwood side. Um, to the extended interchange goes uh, Callum Brown, Jackson Ramsey, Ben Crocker, Ashade, and Mason Cox. 
Um, so Scharenberg is named on the field and do expect him to play. So um, that's good news for Collingwood fans and Supercoach fans. On the Docker side, Aaron Sandilands is in, which is big news. Um, pardon the pun. Langdon, Sheridan and Luke Ryan come into the extended interchange with Daniel Pierce being omitted. Um, Luke Ryan was somebody I'm very excited to see play. Looking at the extended interchange bench, I'm not sure he's going to play this week. Hopefully he does, but um, definitely in the coming weeks, if he can finally play, scoring potential is very good uh, for a back rookie. So hopefully we see him soon and he doesn't... Um, yeah, then he gets his opportunity really shortly. Yeah, and what do you think of Mason Cox coming in for this one? I know he's been named on the extended pen- bench numerous times, but should Brody Grundy owners be worried? Uh, no, I think it's just long flight. I don't think he'll even make the flight over the Perth, really, um, unless there is some injury concerns, but I, I don't expect him to take to the field. Well, hopefully not for those Grundy owners. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. He does seem to kill his output whenever he walks on for Collingwood. And that pretty much wraps up the ins and outs. Not a whole lot happening. Just, um, I mean, Dr. Supercoach would still post that there's been carnage, but um, just not not a lot happening in terms of that, which is good for the, uh, a good change of pace for the buy rounds, as usually it's players out left, right, and center. Um, and now we're going to jump over to the captaincy options. If you don't have Tom Mitchell, which um, the game has obviously already passed, you'd probably be looking at Dangerfield onto who else, Pistol? Would you, so are you automatically uh, ruling out Selwood and uh, Rory Sloan then, JB? Having looked at Dangerfield's last two scores, I think I am automatically ruling out anyone else that isn't named Patrick Dangerfield at his home ground. So um, I, I think, although it is a little bit risky considering how big Sloan he can go, um, he, he's going to cop that tag, which he struggled with in the past from um, Joel's brother, Scott Selwood. Um, which I mean, there's just there's just a far too many question marks. And Dangerfield at his home venue, I don't think he's um, I don't think you can look past him. No, that's fair enough. I'll be uh, taking Dangerfield as my VC. I'm probably looking at going into um, a Pendlebury. I think for the captaincy option, there's a few good ones um, later in the round. Obviously, um, if you back Trelawney back, or even if you have a, a Lockie Neal, I think he'll do particularly well against Collingwood. Um, so yeah, a couple couple later options. Yeah, they, they tend to be the best options. Um, just having a scroll through La Hug's captains, and he's um, he suggested a couple of strange ones, but he's given a good account for Todd Goldstein pistol. If you had Goldie, would you be looking at him against Richmond, as Nank does tend to give away quite a few points to opposition Ruckman? Yeah, no, that's not a bad shot either. Um, I just think personally it's safer to uh, pick one of the, the Colin boys, um, particularly uh, Scott Pendlebury. Just, I guess... I'm assuming Dangerfield's going to go big and we're all going to take him anyway, so I'm not too worried about what my captain's choice is at this stage. Yeah, I don't think there's much risk in taking Dangerfield at all. There's, there's every likelihood that he goes huge. Um, and that pretty much wraps up our captains. Like, these buy rounds are just going to be scarce in terms of podcasts, Pistol. Um, there's just not a whole lot to talk about. But we do have a... Um, it's not even a surprise anymore because we did tease it during the week. But we have a huge review on our hands here, and it's Ryan Bastanak Pistol. Can you believe we're doing this? Can you maybe explain why we're actually doing this? <laughs> well, we did um, get a nice donation from uh, Bastanak, 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 and uh, the comment to us was Bastanak, Bastanak. So we did get sent a question to do a player review on Ryan Bastanak, 
And um, sounds like a, a pretty good idea. And also say, um, I'd like to give a shout out to the real St. Andrews Fo- Footscray Cricket Club in Braybrook. Um, they are all the big um, Bassinac supporters. So I guess uh, we're, we're going to do this, JP. <laughs> Is that right? Uh, yeah, so <laughs> pretty much what this, to, to sum this up, we'll do pretty much anything for charity, and that includes giving a review to uh, Ryan Bastanak. So, um, I can't say it's orthodox, but let's let's get into it. So, a couple of stats that I've taken down from the big Ryan Bastanak is he's gone down from a career best 93 average, um, to 58 average this season. So, um, not great from the old Bastinac. His last three games read 56, 50, and 55. So, again, um, not really pointing to uh, to trading him in. He averages... He is 80... very consistent, though. So, <laughs> you can't, consistency you, is key there. You can't knock him for that, can you? Um, he does average 83 against this week's opposition in Fremantle with his last game... Being a huge 93 pistol, is this enough to get him into our sides? Oh, I mean, it's got to be tempting. Um, last time, he had 26 touches uh, against Fremantle. So, given his decline in recent uh, times, I think we would be expecting about four touches this week. So, um, probably take that uh, advice on board and uh, stay clear. Well, pistol, don't give up yet because his last three games at the Gabba, which he's playing at this week... Uh, 55, we'll ignore that because that's obviously just a, um, a slight... I mean, he probably rested after quarter time. Um, a 73 and then a big 113 pistol. Is that enough to get him into our sides? Well, that that is tempting, but you also have to consider the opponent, obviously, Fremantle. We said last time he, he did score 93 against them. The time, two times before that, he did score um, a 40 and a 62. So peppering that um, 50 mark which is just, he's really proving to be a, a very um, consistent midfield option. Well, um, I don't think signs are pointing towards us trading him in. Maybe you have a bit of a backstory for Bastanac um, that you can tell the community that would maybe sway them towards trading him in. Oh, well, Bastanac actually only took up uh, football at the age of 11. He, he got into it playing footy um, on the weekends with his mum, Tracy, so... Um, he had, he's been playing uh, mostly with women um, a lot of his life, but when he got into the under-16s, he really had tore, tore it apart. So, um, yeah, he's, he, if that makes you, uh, sways you to pick him, then, then that's, there we go, some extra information. Pistol, is that actually true, any of it? No, not, not at all. <laughs> um, you had me going there. None of that is true. I've got uh. no idea what, what we're doing, but, um, yeah, I should say he comes in at a... A uh, price of 376800 uh, with a break-even of 115 this week. So he's already fallen 76 k for the season, and hopefully uh, by the end of this week he'll have fallen another 76 k So he just needs to score about a minus 14, and he'll uh, reach that mark, JB. Which would be value, I think, is what we're getting at. Bastanak does provide a consistent value option. He's coming off his buy this week, and we implore all our community members to never, ever have him in our their team. So... That'll pretty much wrap up our Bastanac review, and it does go to show that when charities involve pistol, we'll almost talk about anything on this podcast. 
Uh, pretty much. So uh, if you want a player review of your own or um, maybe some other review um, that we can dig up some background information about or just make up the background information about, um, please um, drop us an email at uh, drscpod at gmail.com and don't forget to donate to our uh, Cancer Council charity. No doubt. It is a great cause and we do thank our um, our generous donator and hope they enjoyed the Bassnet review. Make sure you drop a comment on our Facebook to um, show your happiness or maybe sadness because I don't think we gave too many compliments. Um, and that go that does our podcast pistol. Um, not a long one this week considering the buy rounds. Not a lot of games played through. Um, just short, sharp, get straight to the point. Um, hopefully everyone avoided the very, very little carnage that was this week and hopefully we all have big weeks um let's just assume everyone's prepared and have 20 on the park pistol yeah pretty much if you uh need that rookie advice it was all pretty much summarized in the second half of the uh monday night sorry i should say tuesday night podcast um previously mentioned and it was uh, pretty straightforward as well given the rounds have started there's less that you can do as well um as long as you got greenwood in and possibly free up some money uh, via Scharenberg, then which is looking safe to go to go early on. Other than that, free up some money for next week and get those uh, upgrades through the buys rolling. Yeah, no doubt. And make sure you check out Kano's key, which will be posted um, tomorrow during the day. Um, we're trying to avoid posting that with any other article, considering the website doesn't take to uh, too much activity, which we will be working on as soon as we can. And having said that, Pistol, we're going to sign out now. So make sure you catch us on iTunes. Leave us a review um, if you could. It does help those footy fans find us easier. Um, Check us out on SoundCloud. Drop a comment there. There aren't many comments ever left there, but I tend to check it as much as I can. And just leave a comment on Facebook. Um, That does us, Pistol. Thank you very much for joining me, and I'll talk to you again Monday afternoon. (laughs) Sounds good. Thanks, community. Cheers.